Hello everyone, this is Songs from a Room, an intimate singer-songwriter showcase where I, Bob Palos, invite very talented artists to the podcast for a one-on-one. We'll learn a little about each artist, what inspires them, what brought them to play the music they play, and the moments that led them to write the songs they wrote. Then finally, to play me a song from a room. That'll be all right. All right, let's try this again. Hello, everyone. This is Songs from a Room. We're here in my apartment with Josh Savage. Hello. Hello. Uh, I just met the man yesterday at, at uh, Pete's, and uh, you're in town for... Just till Saturday. Just till Saturday, right? Just for the week. Yeah, a man of the world. Uh, I don't know much about him, but I know you are uh, born in England, right? That's right, yeah. Born in England, and you live in Berlin. Yeah, live in Berlin, raised in Paris. Raised in Paris, a man about the world here in New York City. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, man. So when did you move to Paris from England? Uh, I was about six months old. Six months old. When I was moved to Paris, yeah. And I went to French school there, lived there for 12 years. And then I was moved to a small city called Winchester in the south of England, which is actually the capital, the old capital of England. Oh. Um, has the round table. The the round table, the round table with all the knights, and uh, wow. it's a stunning city. Yeah, that's that's uh, man, what a great life. <laughs> yes, it's been. I've been very fortunate. Uh, what's got you traveling now? Uh, my girlfriend lives in New York. Oh, and um, also I've just released a song about Mexico, and uh, New York was a stop off on the way to Mexico, so it was a great opportunity to fit in both. Yeah. So I spent two weeks in in Mexico. I reunited with a fan who originally invited me there uh, three years ago now, and um, this guy Alfredo is a legend. He uh, he really looked after me and uh, still does, and showed me some cool parts of Mexico that I'd never seen before. Wow, that's, that sounds like an adventure. Uh, what was like a cool part? Was it like uh, you see like some kind of te- any temples or? <laughs> I did last time, yeah, but yeah. this time around it's more just exploring more of um, the, the life. Mexico and also a winter break. Uh, <laughs> yes, it's, it's a little warm a bit, weather. Bit warm, <laughs> so I'm a bit more uh, or less grumpy when I go back to Berlin. Oh, yeah. and uh, But also just to kind of um, just thank my fan because he, he actually invited me to Mexico three years ago and it's completely random. I was really, um, really burnt out in London mm-hmm. and I was like basically considering giving up music when I finally got this um, email by Alfredo. He said, hey, I love your music. Why don't you come to Mexico and play a show? And I said, well, sure, just pay for my flights and I'll be there. That's awesome. And uh, the next thing I knew, he actually got back to me and said, okay, so I booked your flights. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I went over there armed with a backpack and... Um, played some of the most amazing shows of my life. I played to 200 people out in Mexico who I didn't know were listening to my music. That's awesome. So he just set it all up for you, huh? Yeah, basically. So now you got a fan and a manager. (laughs) (laughs) I've got like a Mexican manager. Yeah, it's it's my my, uh, Mexican connection. Yeah. That's great. But it was a huge huge stab in the dark because uh, over in the UK, like, and I, I guess the States as well, People are very fearful of Mexico. <laughs> I don't and, think anyone's afraid of... of uh, well, my friends were like, you know you're going to die, right? <laughs> <laughs> really? Uh, yeah. I guess, I mean, you know, there's a lot of uh, cart- 
like a lot of cartel fears and stuff like that. Narcos and all that on Netflix. Yeah. Oh. But on the other hand, I, I met some of the most amazing people in my life that were so passionate, so supportive. The food there is amazing. Oh man, I, I mean, I'm a, I'm a Mexican American, so. Oh right, cool. Uh, yeah, it's, I don't speak the language, but I eat the food. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm I'm in love with Mexico. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's such a great place. Um, but you know, they're coming here in droves, taking our jobs. I, I don't know the prejudices because it's like Mexicans for the most part are fairly harmless. <laughs> think, yeah, yeah, for sure. I think they're they're lovely people. Yeah, the same as over in Europe. There's a lot of fear about the refugees. Yeah, and actually, I in Berlin you meet quite a few Syrian people, and that they're, they're actually they're just like you and me, and it's just the media at the end of the day who who kind of. Yeah, give all that fear. There's the like stranger danger attitude, which yeah, I think is such a shame. I've toured so much, and and I've discovered this kind of strangers along the way, and I've had some people really help me out when I've been really stuck. Yeah, people I'd never met before. So, um, I think there's a lot more hope out there than people think. Kind eyes and strangers all over the world. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's an impressive uh, leap, though. You took a. You so you've been journeying over the, all over the place. Your girlfriend lives in New York, huh? Yeah. That's uh, That's got to be tough. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> was it just temporary or is it like a... Uh, it is now. Um, yeah. We've decided to move to London at the end of the year. Oh, cool. Congratulations. Uh, well, thanks. It's still a long way to go. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's. I'm really excited to go back. In, um, and uh, I was actually single for nine years before, so... Oh yeah, it's uh, when you're touring all the time, you don't really have much time to actually get to know anyone. So. Yeah, no, I feel that. So, what brought you? What brought you to Berlin? A massive things, um, quite a few things. Um, I I saw on my Spotify for artists that uh, quite a lot of my listeners were out in Germany. Actually, it was the most listened to country. Oh, and I was actually touring around Latin America a few years ago, and. My friend Damien, who's actually from New York, um, he was my videographer and he was living in Berlin and he was said, you should definitely go to Berlin. Uh, I think you do really well there. And I just went there for three months as a as a trial, you could say, just mm-hmm. for a writing retreat and actually completely fell in love with it. My shows were selling out there. That's awesome. And, uh, and the Germans are a lot more supportive in the arts and will actually pay a lot of money to to see you perform and I wasn't getting that over the in the UK at the time so I just thought well might as well have a bit of a retreat in Berlin for a bit and um it's just a fantastic place very international it's cheap to live and that's awesome and, and Spotify had brought you fans there um or, or you just were you able well, I to discovered, track I, yeah. I was able to track that my fans were over there yeah and I still have a good fan base in the UK I've good got a good fan base in the states actually I've just never played any shows in the states apart from in living rooms um <laughs> or open mics so yeah. i've not been able to see it on the same scale but um you gotta find yourself uh another uh Alf- alfonso where was it alfredo alfredo yeah, <laughs> yeah. do you want to be my alfredo in the yeah States? <laughs> i mean I, t- I wish i could be my own alfredo <laughs> I know, honestly mate. we can only do so much <laughs> um all right well so yeah you so you're playing how long you've been playing music in a whole um in a hole how long have you been playing music so when i started this gigging thing or when i started actually learning instruments 
Um, I guess both. Mm. I learned the piano when I was four and I absolutely hated it. <laughs> yeah. so I, I was doing all the classical stuff, um, which is really useful to know. Yeah. But I... Got to learn the scales. But Exactly. But <laughs> I was kind of forced to do it. And actually the the turning point, point was when I gave up mm-hmm. the piano and then I actually missed it and chose to do it. And the fact that I chose to do it made a huge difference. And then I picked up the guitar and trumpet along the way. And um, But gigging, doing this touring thing, I was in a band at uni, at university, called Taming the Savage, actually. Mm-hmm. And uh, But after I quit, well, after I, I graduated, I I thought I'd just do a gap year, um, just traveling and doing as much music as possible and actually f- discovered that actually people actually liked what they heard. So uh, seven years later, I'm still doing, yeah, it's still working. doing my gap year. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, okay, well, I guess we'll talk about your, your music. Uh, let's see. Well, I guess we'll... Do you want to play a song for us and then we can... Yeah. Sure. We can um, dig in deeper. I might as well play that Mexico one, seeing as I was talking about that earlier. Sounds like a plan. Okay. So this is found in Mexico. <laughs> Ever go the long way round? Feel like a stranger in your hometown. Does it leave you cold somehow? Just when I was looking out, looking out across the shore, thinking there must be more. I found myself in Mexico. You taught me how to live, taught me how to love More than you all ever know You put the fire back in my soul Mexico Mexico, 
You taught me how to live, taught me how to love More than you will ever know You put the fire back in my soul I like that uh, it's kind of like an unfinished resolve at the end. Yeah. It's a favorite little trick of yours. Uh, just keeping people wanting more, you know? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So you, I guess that one's a fairly new one, huh? Yeah, that was released in November. Oh, okay. Wow. And that's coming out on my debut album, which is coming out in March. In March and all the platforms, Spotify, yes, Apple. Yes, all that stuff. And I'm actually doing a Kickstarter campaign on the 7th of February to help raise the money to afford it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, those masterings, huh? That's what everyone... Just everything. Touring with band, recording with a producer, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Right? You wrote that in, in Mexico. I, I, I didn't actually. I actually wrote it last year, two oh. years after my Mexico trip. I was um, longing for it again. Yeah, I was. I think it was this time last year in Berlin. It was yeah. really cold. It was miserable, oh, and yeah. I, I was like, "Where was I this time a few years ago in the winter?" And I was like, "Oh wow, I was in Mexico," <laughs> and I was re- longing for winter break, which is why I had to go this year. But <laughs> <laughs> you played that song in Mexico, then I presume I did. Yeah, it was very special. Actually. Yeah, they loved it. Yeah. That's and great. I, I got a really nice message from Alfredo when it was released and he was just saying how it brought him to tears and how much it meant to him. Which oh, is, wow. Which was really, really sweet. Wow, you got a, you got a real man right there. He's a hero. Yeah. Sure. It's people like that that keep you going. Yeah, that's awesome. You wrote that one and that, that album's coming out now. And you've got uh, some other albums uh, the listener can look up to? I've got EPs and singles already on Spotify. Uh, I've got quite a few singles from this upcoming album that are out. I've got Citizen of the World, Skinny Dipping, Golden Days, and Mexico. I've got a new one that just came out called Poison as well. Oh, wow. And uh, I'm already working on the second album. I'll be recording that in the next few months. That's great. So you stay pretty busy, huh? It's insane at the moment, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. What what keeps you writing? Do 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 you find yourself... One of those people that it just you're just always writing, or you have to like push and make yourself a bit of both. Yeah, I I try to stick to writing a song a week. That's, and, a, that's a good um, number. It's uh, but also I've started getting into co-writing recently, mm. which I really enjoy because as a solo artist, it can get quite lonely. Oh yeah, as I'm sure you know. And, oh yeah. Uh, I have a lot of unfinished ideas that that's the thing you don't finish things on the same day and I think it's good to write by yourself but it's really good to explore different avenues and co-writing is great for that yeah. because you learn tricks that you wouldn't um, learn otherwise and it pushes you outside your comfort zone yeah you get to see it from another angle exactly it's social as well which is what it's all about it needs to be fun otherwise what's the point yeah uh, yeah writing partners are key man. because you know sometimes you sit on your own idea and you're like it just you keep it in the closet and you don't show anybody. Yeah, and it just it's just stuck, you know. Next, you know, somebody else looks at it and and then boom, it's like reignited, you know. Yeah, and it's good to get that instant reflection mm-hmm. to work out if a song is good. If if I'm writing on my own, I'm very slow because I need to step back from it and then listen to it with fresh ears to figure out if this is actually a good thing or not. Because when you write, you automatically assume everything's great. Yeah, and then you listen to it back 
on a voice memo and you think, what on earth was I thinking? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It felt so good when I thought of it. Yeah, exactly. But if you have someone in the room, if you're throwing ideas, you can kind of tell from their yeah. mannerisms if it's a good idea or not. Yeah, yeah. I have a writing partner and we're very polite. <laughs> like, <Right>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. And you can tell the other person doesn't think of it. Yeah, good. exactly. Like, yeah. All right, it's gone. It's, it's <laughs> Yeah, it's funny when that happens, isn't it? And you all, you either have that or you have writing partners who are very blunt, which is good too, because yeah. then you know where you stand and you can <laughs> move forward. So it took you about like a year to come up with that album? Well, this is my debut. I've I've recycled a, a song called Mountains and Hurricanes, oh, okay. which was the first song that people started to listen to my music. Um, and that was that song is probably, gosh, how old is it? It's written in 2012. Okay. So, um, and that one I just had to put on my album because, um, like I said, it's... It was your first kind of hit, so to speak? Uh, I wouldn't call it a hit, but it's, <laughs> it's where I knew... That's when, when I played it in the room, people were silent and yeah. weren't talking. And I'd the, call that a hit. Yeah, for, for me, it's a hit. Obviously, <laughs> that's not saying much in the music industry world. But um, when this girl came up to me after a festival show and she said uh, she was committing self-harm for two years and then she heard that song and she'd never done it again. Oh, wow. And for me, that I almost that's, broke into tears when I heard yeah, that. Yeah, that's a moving moment. So, of course, I had to just put that on my debut. Um, and it's amazing how these songs, you write them for yourself and people connect to it like that. It's uh, yeah. It's nothing more powerful that I could do anyway. To it's to, a great feeling to make yeah. the world a better place. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. To actually make some kind of inspiration, you know. Yeah. Was the other song you're planning on playing going to be? Was it? Is it on anything yet? Or yeah. Well, there's a live version out. There'll be an official recording of it out in March with the album. Okay. And uh, and it's a song about nostalgia. It's the one I played at the open mic. Actually, oh, okay. Yeah. Pete. That was a really good one. Yeah. Oh, thank you. And the video is going to be quite fun. I, I edited it that myself. My dad, he never left me alone when I was a kid growing up. Oh, yeah. I just film everything. So I've compiled loads of baby videos of me for the music video. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, let's let's take a listen to it. Yeah, sure. Uh, what's it called again? It's called Golden Days. Golden Days. I had a dog once, I had different friends We had our fights then, but they all pretend We didn't care what was around the bend Life was so simple then the only constants change My life's all rearranged But I'm still clinging on To the golden days Oh, how I miss Being foolish I was so naive then, and it was so pleasant. 
this We didn't care what was around the bend Life was so simple then The only constant change My life's all rearranged But I'm still clinging on To the golden days I'm still clinging on To the golden days I don't want to change a thing But it's all slipping through my fingers I'm just clutching at the wind Still clinging on to the golden days. I'm still clinging on to the golden days. You can you can almost feel the nostalgia in that one too. I right? almost felt, felt it's funny just pictures of you as a child, huh? Yeah, it's very warm and nostalgic. Oh, thank you. Yeah, the golden days. Is that about a relationship or is that? No, it's about wanting to be a kid again. Oh, really? It's um, it's a funny one actually. I didn't think it was any good, <laughs> yeah. and um, I was meant to. I was I was playing a two-hour set. Yeah. In Germany, and um, I had to. I didn't have that many songs at the time so I had to literally pull out every single song I knew or had ever written and that song came out for that that got its debut yeah and I was a bit embarrassed about it <laughs> I was but like I gotta do this one <laughs> I know, yeah <laughs> and this girl came up to me afterwards and said what was that song and she said that was your best song you played so I was like oh okay maybe I should yeah man it was yeah she recalled that one that yeah that that one would quiet the room you could feel it <laughs> that one does yeah yeah if, if I have a a talkative audience i'd test them with this song to mm. see everyone's staring off into the into the ether <laughs> <laughs> yeah Rock themselves not a dry eye in the audience great very heartfelt thank you bob and you i've, I've it's very consistent too because you can really like uh bring it into that moment uh, do you find your control of has grown like i'm like performing wise it feels like do you feel like you, you know when you're switching it on and off uh do you feel like you're you're grabbing the audience? Oh, I see what you mean. Um, I I can get a good um, assessment of the crowd now. Mm-hmm. I I've played over seven hundred shows now, mm-hmm. um, mostly in mostly in living rooms. Um, and that's how I started. That's how I built my fan base, just touring around, playing in people's living rooms around four continents. And especially when you're playing in a living room, it's so intimate. You yeah. can't hide behind a microphone or anything. <laughs> yeah. And you really have to engage the audience. Mm-hmm. So 
I've had quite a lot of practice through that to um to work with the audience and hopefully entertain them. <laughs> yeah, no, that's great. I mean, yeah, because it. Yeah, that's one thing I noticed when I saw you. It was definitely, it felt like you had control. Um, oh, thank you. That means but of a lot. course, yeah. Especially considering the amount of artists you see. So. <laughs> yeah, I go through a lot. Do you have any big plans for the future other than moving back to London? So apart from moving to London, the album, um, I'm looking to build my team around me mm. so I can really give my music some welly and be able to make a living from this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, and, uh, just kind of just keep writing, keep doing what I love and keep performing. Well, it's great, man. Yeah. And uh, I hope you come back to New York soon. And, uh, I don't I'm know sure if, I will. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I can bring you what Alfredo brought you, but. Mate, I'm, I'm not fussy. <laughs> I, I love performing and just sharing my songs. So, yeah. Thanks for listening. This was Songs from a Room. Thank you to Ben Shapiro for providing all the theme music. Any inquiries, just email us at songsfromaroompodcast at gmail.com. Stay tuned, dialed up, and downloaded for the next episode. Bye.